G'day and welcome to Partake Glimpses Stories, where we see together how Jesus Christ is alive today, working in different people's lives in different ways. We aim to show Jesus Christ as being relevant to the world today, some 2,000 years after he walked the earth, died on a Roman cross, rose again to new life from physical death, and ascended back to the right hand of God the Father. Today, I relate to you a story told to me by a friend of mine, Lynn, about an event which happened only this week to her and her family in the United States of America. Lynn asks, Is God enough? The red tornado line on the TV screen went right through our neighborhood. I've lived in Tornado Alley for a long time and have spent my fair share of time cowering in a bathroom in the center of the house. We Midwesterners get used to it. Today, though, the meteorologists were expressing more concern than usual. They were predicting baseball-sized hail. The tornado was heading straight for us, and my children were getting nervous, so I decided to seek shelter. By the time I made the decision, the kids got ready to go and the dogs were packed up. We had very little time left, and being in emergency mode, I grabbed the very basics, my wallet, keys, cell phone, iPad, and my Bible. I fleetingly thought that if I had time to write, I might need it, but also, if our house was damaged, I wanted to make sure my study Bible was safe. As we drove away and my daughter said, Goodbye house, it occurred to me that it wasn't just possible, but also very likely, that we would lose our house. The tornado was coming. I've seen news coverage of people who have lost everything they owned, and I've known a few who have. It always makes me sad, and I have grieved with friends over it. But when it became my near reality, I had to decide how I would handle it. I had to let myself feel it and figure out my response. What do my house and my possessions mean to me? What if it's all gone when I get back? And that was a very distinct possibility. There were wedding pictures, my baby books, senior pictures, my mum's Bibles, all sorts of -of one-of-a-kind items that can't be replaced. How would my life change if I didn't have those things? I glanced at my children, took a deep breath, relaxed, and knew that it wouldn't. It would be fine. It wouldn't be easy but it would be okay. I don't need stuff. Nice, but needed? My true need is God, and I have Him. He can provide and handle everything else. He's totally relevant to me. As we waited in the shelter, my son asked, What do you think is happening to our house? I put my arm around him, smiled confidently and said, I don't know, but we're going to be fine and I meant it. Jesus Christ reminded me in from Matthew chapter 6, verse 31 and 33. So do not worry, saying, What shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. As it happened the next day, Lynn and her family returned to their house, and all was pretty much the same as when they had left it. They had put God first. Lynn asks, How much do your things mean to you? By this true story we see how Jesus Christ is relevant to Lynn. He reminded her of priorities 
in those verses of scripture from Matthew chapter 6. They were safe and their possessions were still theirs after the storm. What storms are you facing in your life? Be assured that Jesus Christ will help you if you ask. If this story has been a help to you in your journey of faith, please do visit us at www.partakers.co.uk and let us know. Thank you very much.